I'm Tara. I go by she, her pronouns. And uh, my bias mullet is DB. I am Saf. I go by she, her pronouns. And my bias mullet is J from a hyphen. Um, do I go next? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Krista. I go by like she, they. I don't know what a bias moodlet is. So a bias moodlet is pretty much um, like the bias mood that you're in. So um, if you're feeling one bias more than the rest right now. Okay. Um. Then I'd say my bias moodlet is Junhui from Seventeen. I've been like on a Junhui kick for some reason the past like three days. As you should. He's so precious and so I cute. I love him. I love him a lot too. Is really so you're a carrot too. Yes, I'm like a huge multi. I forget who I stand like a majority of the time. So <laughs> Um we can start the interview and we can go like back and forth with the questions if you want, or I can just say the questions and you do your follow-up question thing you wanna do. I don't know. We do back and forth because I wanna hear what Krista has to say. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> me too, me too. Okay, y'all are sweet. <laughs> okay, so the first question is, when did you start standing shiny? Oh my God, I can actually tell you the exact date. Like, give me one second, because I have it locked into my phone. Um, So it was December 4th, 2018. So 863 days ago, it was actually um, two weeks to the day before everything that happened with Jonghyun, which that's fun. But yeah, two weeks. So almost three years, I think that means. Yeah, I'll be three years in December, I believe. Maybe four years. I'm what four years. What like what pushed you like? I mean, did you hear about Shiny prior to standing? And then that day was like, that's it, I'm standing? Or did something that you countered, like, you counted them for the first time and you just knew it? <laughs> okay, so one of my best friends in the world, Begsy, actually is, like, who got me into, like, a majority of my K-pop groups back then. Because they stand, like, everyone under the sun. Like, that I've, I'm yet to meet a group that Begsy hasn't even heard of stand currently or stand at one point. Like, it's incredible. Um, so before they got me into Taemin, they were like, hey, like, here's some Taemin songs, like, whatever. And so I was listening to them. And then I went over to Begsy's house that night because we were just hanging out. And Begsy was like, hey, have you ever, like, I know you listen to Taemin now. Have you ever heard of Shiny? Or, like, have you looked more into them? And I'm like... I've heard of them, but like, I don't really know any songs or anything like that. And I just remember Bagsy just looked at me and goes, well, that's about to change. And then made me watch the Married to the Music music video. And I was hooked instantly on them. Like, I feel like literally. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a really good song to start. As like right. Your first introduction to Shiny as a whole. Yes. I love that. Oh my God. That has the same, Kiss Kiss has the same vibe as that. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God, you are absolutely correct. Oh my God, I want someone to do a, a mashup now. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I feel like that could happen. That could definitely happen. 
oh i'm i'm thinking <laughs> i kind of feel like you answered the second question with that your first what impression. is it it was what's your first impression of shiny oh my goodness um my immediate first impression was oh shit like i just remember just oh shit and it <laughs> it was um the opening scene of the married to the music music video where they're all holding john hyun i remember making bagsy pause it and then i point at john hyun and i'm like who's that one and they're <laughs> like oh that's john hyun and i'm like i will lay down my life for that man anything he wants i will give it to him didn't even open his mouth i just looked at him and i was like that one yes that's so wholesome <laughs> it it be like that it do i have definitely like, had some of my moments like that trust me i think we all have honestly oh yeah that i have a whole philosophy where like i don't actively pick a bias it's they pick whoever you. exactly <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i was like i don't pick them jonghyun was just like it's me and i'm like i guess it is <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of a single flaw that man has. No. Non-existent. Too mm-hmm. pretty. Too exactly. pretty. That's it. Oh, his voice. Oh my gosh. Exactly. The way his voice is just... It could be so rough, but so smooth. Right? It, oh my it, gosh. levels to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. His voice, I could listen to it all day, every day. Honestly. <laughs> trying to tell you <laughs> <laughs> I just need a one I need one just one moment give me two or three minutes please <laughs> did you want to ask the next question Sam yeah so obviously well you just said your bias was on him but and well what okay was he like solid your bias or was there like a member that was like right there next to it like you didn't have a, a definite bias there like when you first stand so originally since i started out as like a tame and stand and then Biggs was like shiny i would say it's both it was like Taemin and jonghyun but also in that moment when i was like i'm gonna lay down my life for him i like instantly like he shot to the top on my old list like I'm like when it comes to, like NCT I'm a Taeyong old like the only person on my list higher than Taeyong is Jonghyun. Okay. Like so he is like solidified that. So like instantly knew nothing about him, didn't open his mouth and I'm like him. You know, I think that's really cool too because like like for that to happen you ultimately have to like feel it, you know? Yeah, for that to be your bias, you claiming that as your bias, and then it didn't change since then. That that that's a stronghold like someone has to have. Exactly, and that's like very rare for me. Like definitely, and it's very perfect that it's him, considering yeah. who he is. Like that's John Hyun. Of course, he's at the top. <laughs> yes, cause... of course he's at the top. Who gonna check him? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But you know, Shiny, I feel like Shiny just has the, Shiny members just has that hole on people because that's how it was with Minho. Like, he, he, Shiny wasn't even one of the first groups I stand in K-pop, but somehow Minho became my first alt. 
and he still is. Honestly, I feel like as he should be, as he like, should be. Shiny is one of those groups. Even if they're not like your old, or there's someone under there that's not your old bias, like someone in that group has a hold on you. There's oh, no, God, yeah. Like I remember, I tweeted like a clip of "Don't Call Me," and I kept yeah. getting it was it was like key and uh you know like centered mm-hmm. and i kept getting quotes they were like i'm not a shower but this man has a hold on me or like you yeah. know like the, that type don't of, like, like you know yeah because like with don't call me like i'm mostly on like the nct side of k-pop twitter just because there's more yeah me too and- I hate it there. I hate it there every day. (laughs) But I remember when Don't Call Me dropped and people like a lot of like my mutuals who don't know Shiny, they were like, wait, this is Shiny? Exactly. Don't Call Me was one of those songs that like, even if you don't old, even if you don't fully stand, you're still tuning into this song. Mm-hmm. All of Korea said that. All of exactly. Korea did. Exactly. So the fact that it was like that for like the bias and like for Jonghyun for you, like I like that. I mean, that, I mean, it's obviously gonna be surprising because I feel like everyone had that moment, and I feel like I can't describe it. I like, yeah. Uh, but it's it's ex- it's explainable. You get it right. Like it makes sense yeah. for him to be at the top. I mean. Oh yeah. And, like, especially for me after, like, Don't Call Me, because, like, after everything that happened, like, when T-Soul dropped and then now Don't Call Me, I was like, okay, yes, he's my top tier, but for, like, I call it this new era of Shiny, because their sound, like, they had to evolve their sound to figure out how they are without him. Mm-hmm. And Don't Call Me really was where they found that sound, because T-Soul, they had to, like, completely redo. Mm-hmm. But, um, like... With that, I was like, oh shit, which one is it? And especially with Don't Call Me, I was like, it's Minho, and then they do a new stage. I'm like, never mind, it's Jinky. And then they do like the stage next night. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> that Don't Call Me really brought out a lot of new, like a, a brand new side of Shiny that we, we, we never saw before. Exactly. And I think that's why a lot of people tuned in too. Because they yeah. didn't know that Shiny was capable of this, which they know now. That they learned Shiny can do anything, <laughs> and it's not Shiny even the like, standard. Yeah, they, it's not yeah, even exactly. like the they're capable. It was like seeing this like group that literally had been through the worst, just came out of military, like have been on hiatus for two and a half years. Like what? Like they're all like old as shit. Like seeing what they can do and then they come out of the gate with that and like destroy all of these like fourth gen groups that have the international popularity and start trends like with the whole um like Kibum's ending fairy thing that everyone picked up after he did like mm-hmm. just to prove that second generation and shiny is the blueprint i feel like this is a really good um sorry uh trail to the next question Okay. Um, did you want to ask it, Tara? What is your favorite shiny title track? Oof. Okay. Title track? I have to say it's um, going to be Married to the Music. Just because it's like that first song that like really got me into it. Got like it started shiny for me, essentially. Like I looking back, I don't know 
who I'd be if I never got into them. Um, other, like, definitely, like, Married to the Music. I'm just, those are my, that's my song. That's my jam. Like, it's always the song that I'm like, hey, you need to get into a shiny song. Why not this one? And then was Odd Eye, I need to check real quick. Odd Eye, I love. I don't remember if it was a title track on Odd, though. I believe it was. Um, give me one moment. It was not a title track, and it was paid dust then. But <laughs> when it comes when it comes to title tracks with Shiny, like they always know what should be the title track, and it's always like it's always great. But definitely married to the music. Yeah. See. Yeah. I feel like um, I kind of expected that answer, <laughs> not because like <laughs> just like oh they're gonna, but like. When you said like Married to the Music was your first song by them and then that snap that you were standing automatically, like that first song, if it's powerful enough, it can impact you. Oh yeah, most definitely. I feel like, I mean, I think it's really important, like the first song for someone to listen to, I mean, for like a new artist, that's like, that's the first impression. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a title track or a, a, a B-side, like the first song you hear ever by someone, like if it doesn't suit your taste, like you're gonna feel a little bit hesitant to to continue listening or yeah, just it's not like, interested or you exactly. know exactly. It's like the make or break of the artist. Exactly, exactly, and it, it's super cool that like that not only was that your first song, but like it snapped you into the it it snapped you into a shell. It snapped. Oh you yeah. Into instantly and like i cannot see where i would be yeah so um what's your <laughs> what's your favorite music video <laughs> um music video okay i do love the don't call me video oh yeah like it's stunning um not to sound redundant i do love the married to the music music video like i love the concept behind it like that spooky halloween thing just that's my jam um Favorite music video though might be everybody. Ooh, that I was not expecting. Right, but right coming out of sideways. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just love everybody's era, like the styling, the choreo, like the music video, like it all just brought it together beautifully. It was. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Everybody was really good. It's one it of was. my favorite songs. Yeah. Honestly, same. You know what? I don't know why this randomly popped into my head, but you know what? I'll bring it up later. I'll bring it up later for miscellaneous questions because I, I, I actually want to know the answer to this one, but later. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite solo debut? Oh my God. Um, so overall debuts just as solos, definitely um, John Hyun's. Like I'm a blinger through and through. Like obviously I've said that like, who knows how many times now but musically like Jonghyun's solo stuff is just so like calming and safe for me but then also with um like with bass like it just has like some of the best bops on it like his he went off on that like he did not need to go as hard on a debut album as he did but as for the ones that I was like around as a Shaywall for, that would have been um, Want, 
or not want that wasn't a debut i was there for want drop um face voice and then i'm home which i count as a solo even though it's not like a debut even though it's like just a station but um jinky's voice like blue is like one of those songs that like i cry to every other weekend like it's just (laughs) so pretty and his vocals and like the fact that he was like, hey, I'm going to drop an album, then not promote it and dip to the military. See you guys in two years. His mind. Please. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um, My bias is Jinky. Or one of Taste. the least. But he's definitely top up there, right? And I remember when he, when he dropped that and then left. Me and my friend both bias him. Every day... <laughs> Every day we would get so we would just talk about him. Just like, why did he do that? No promotion. Like we were in pain, but it was a good strategy. Like we missed Honestly. him. We listened to his music. You missed Jinky. You listened to him. like it was a yeah. good strategy. Even though I'm sure like the streams weren't like his initial, you know, his priority as to doing that. But like it was like a very fun. It was fun in missing him because we it was had fun that in the new sad release way. to listen to. Yeah, it was exactly. fun in missing him because we had that new release to listen to when we did, and we were. Fu- it was ex- it was fun because like we listened to like his new stuff. Yeah, and it's like the album is just so perfectly him, right? Like every aspect with every aspect of him, and it's he's a ballad guy. Like he's always been. Like he's perfect for ballads and like. Every single song shows every aspect of him, but in without having to conform to being something he's not. Like how, like the fact that he doesn't put any English in his songs or like very minimal amounts. He's like, nah, I'm a Korean singer from Korea. My songs are in Korean. You can get the fuck over it. Yeah, and he like, like I'm not a ballad person at all like if it's a good ballad with a little beat or just something that i really like then i'll listen to it but like ballads i'm very very hesitant to even listen to because nine times out of ten it's gonna be a skip for me just not because it's a bad song but because i'm not a ballad person but what i heard i when i heard ice i just did not a single skip i don't know if it was like because i'm biased and I'm gonna support him no matter what. But like, I genuinely enjoyed it. Like when I'm driving, I need something to bump to vibe to, like to to make it more lively. But no, I will sit and repeat that for however long I need to before getting out the car. <laughs> Honestly, and it's like with voice specifically, it's like for me personally, it's the proof that like feelings and music transcends language. Because you can hear, yeah. like, in blue, like, you can hear, like, every emotion in his voice. And, like, that's just something he can do with his vocals in general. Because he's just that phenomenal vocalist that he is. But it's, like, there's something about that album that, like, that one meme that's, like, super outdated of, like, the person laying in a puddle crying. Like, that's <laughs> how it makes you feel. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, a really strong vocal power with it. He sings to to make a person like me a ballad skipper. Yeah, <laughs> I want to sit and listen to that on exactly. repeat. That is, but yep, 
I think that I I mean I can't disagree with you. <laughs> mhm. I also agree. <laughs> it was very cute. It looked like a a bonding between. It it felt like a bonding moment, even though Jinky <laughs> isn't Chris does bias. Kind of felt like it. Honestly, at this point, like bias wise, it's just all of them. It interchanges so much, but like, old yeah, wise, it's definitely Jonghyun. That's see, that's what like I love those type of relationships with a group where like you just love traits of all of them so much that you start questioning like, should I even label who my bias is anymore, or should I just say I'm OT whatever? Like when that we have that type of relationship with a group, that's honestly the best feeling ever it can be confusing at times especially if you're a person that likes to put labels on things and label it and be certain but like like it's good to have a connection with everyone you know like you get however much more content if you enjoy watching it from the people that you care about so exactly okay i i lost track of who said the solo debut question so I'm just you did no you I, did no you oh, did Okay, I said go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to ask this question because it's my favorite thing. Okay, well, go ahead. Um, um, have you seen any of the dramas the boys have been in? Um, not all the way through. Okay, that sounds so bad. I am very bad with things with subtitles. Like, I get very distracted very, very easily. And then I, like, stop paying attention for, like, 15 minutes, and I'm completely lost. Um, like, I, it, I need to, like, be in the mood to be able to sit down and power through, like, a drama. And so I, like, they're all on my list. I've just been, like, swamped with, like, work and school that I haven't been in that mood in, like, a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. That being said, I got through like the first half of Huarong and Minho with long hair. Delicious. <laughs> that's how Minho, that's how I got into shiny kind of. Um, <clears throat> Minho, that's how Minho became my bias through that drama. And it made me like okay. go, I'm going to stand shiny like for real, for real this time, like for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid. But, um, that I saw my first drama was actually just Sinus of the Sun, and I didn't know that Oni was in it until oh afterwards. Like I didn't know who Oni was at the time. So then when I went back and, and my friend watched it, I was like, "That's Oni!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it's it's really nice seeing them act, especially. Oh, I Especially when I saw like Key and Drink, uh, like just the clips because I didn't watch uh, Drinking Solo, but like with the clips with Minho and how Minho is his bully, that's so funny. Honestly, and like that's what I love. Like, even if it's like just because I stand them, like if the plot doesn't interest me, like I'm, I'll be less likely to watch it. Like just how I am normally, but like the fact that they're able to like pursue these other interests and that SM isn't like forcing them to like be like oh you're idols you can only sing like that they're allowed to like like minho's allowed to do his shows and his movies and like kibum's allowed to do like whatever else he feels like he's doing and like it's just really refreshing for me 
if that makes any sense at all. Um, I wanted to go back to when you said that you couldn't focus with subtitles, because <laughs> I'm exactly the same way. Um, okay. Part of the reason why I have I don't I haven't really finished any dramas or animes for that reason, unless it was dubbed. Because I'm a person that can't sit and pay attention to subtitles. I like to move around and I'll do things while I'm watching shows and obviously can't look at the screen the entire time. So I get distracted. That's, ex- and- that's exactly how I am. I have to be in like the best mood. I think I've actually finished maybe like a total of four dramas, but I've started so many. My number is literally the same for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'll start them and then like, I'll just get distracted or like when I'm watching stuff like on Netflix or whatever, I'll also be on like on Twitter or on my phone, just like doing homework or like letting other stuff happen. It's more of like background filler noise. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so usually I like watch like, like the reality shows or like I just finished on Netflix, um, marriage or mortgage and so it's like just one of those like quote-unquote mindless shows where it's like if i miss 20 minutes it doesn't really matter ah makes sense yeah i mean when i i, I honestly need to go back and rewatch dramas but it's been a while and i probably forgot all of it so we'll see how that ends up and hopefully yeah. we can <laughs> finish the dramas that we've been lacking on Honestly, my entire, like, to-watch list on Netflix is dramas, and I think I've watched maybe two of them. You know what? Yeah. Basically, that or Vicky. Yeah. So, I am actually excited to ask this question, because I'm excited to know the answer. Okay. Were you excited for Super M? (sighs) (laughs) The silence. Oh! Okay, that sounds bad. So, just to put it in perspective, so I am an SM stan, like an SM boy group stan. I will admit it. Hate the company, love the artist, like the music, so good to me. Okay. You and in EXO, in EXO, <laughs> the ones I stan are Baekhyun, Jongin, Sehun. Okay. You don't stand the rest of them? Oh, no, like I stand them all, but like those are my biases. Oh. Yeah, okay, sorry, I worded that wrong. In NCT, like, in 127, my biases are Taeyong, Mark, Johnny, Doyoung. okay? In Wavy, it's Ten, Lucas, and Saojun. And then in Shiny, if I couldn't pick all of them, it would be Jonghyun, Taemin. So I take Supreme as a personal attack on myself because they just <laughs> took my biases from literally every one of those groups and put them in a group. And I hate it, but I love it because the music goes off and like their concerts are some of the most fun concerts I've ever been to. And like their debut showcase was a blast and a half. Mm. Yeah, that is how I feel about Super M. That's not what I was expecting when I heard the silence. <laughs> no, Man, it's like I was so <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't expecting that answer. But no, like okay. I love them, but it is a personal attack towards me, and I do take it as disrespect. See, that's why I was curious to answer this question, ask you this question, because like I didn't when I found out about Super M, I was like, "Whoa, this could be kind of cool," you know? Like it's a lot of like the quote-unquote popular members from popular groups. So I'm thinking that this is going to be like. Firstly, when I imagine Super M, the way they are now is not what I pictured it at all, which isn't a bad thing, of course. Yeah. But like, 
SM really switched up the entire perspective that I had when I first heard about this group, like, in 2018 or early 2019. I can't remember. Yeah. Because, you know, there are always rumors speculating. Cause yeah, because I know SM they were, like... Can't keep their mouth shut, so... Yeah. <laughs> but um, why I was so interested is because, like, I didn't know there was, like, a negative approach to people hearing about Super M. Like, um, I have people, like, I've seen people now, like, waiting for Super M to disband, which I don't think yeah. is, like, a total negative thing. But, I mean, I think I lost my train of thought. But I don't <laughs> think it's a negative thing. But I think it's, like, a, uh, maybe it's them wanting, like, the respective groups to stay their respective groups. Or, like, I had, like... I don't really know, like, I want to see their point of view. That's what I want to see. Like, um, yeah. so when I heard the sigh, I thought I was going <laughs> to get that point of view as to why people want Super M to disband. And also, I, um, saying that is also kind of weird because, like, when you think of, like, a group disbanding, like, the members disappear, you barely hear from them unless it's, like, Instagram or rarely yeah. Twitter. But if Super M disbands, we're definitely not going to see the end of these members. They're all in yeah. very popular SM groups. Exactly. So that's why I'm curious to see like these people's perspectives because they're obviously fans of the groups that Super M is in, unless they're just not concerned with anything of SM and just want Super M gone for no reason. But yeah, from what I've seen, like I completely, I'm the same way with you. From what I've seen, it's, like, for some of the people, it's, like, the people who think that, like, NCT should stay with NCT. Or, like, the EXO stands who, like, are, like, oh, we can't get an EXO comeback, but we can get a Super M comeback. And then there's also, um, there's a lot of the people from other fandoms, I'm not going to say names, who see it as, like, indirectly as a threat, in a way. Because they see that it's factual that Capital reached out to SM and was like, yo, K-pop's getting big here. You guys are super big over there. Like, what if we, like, built a bridge and, like, you make us a group and we will help you promote them. And so some people see it as, like, pandering to the West, but also seeing that, like, they see it as a threat because they're taking these, like, some of the most popular members from the most popular SM groups. And then making them into one super group. And it's it honestly blows my mind. Like, for the people who don't like their music, like, okay, fine. Like, you don't like them musically, whatever. But, like, they, like, the members obviously enjoy being in it. Like, yes, they love being in their respective groups. But, like, Taman has said, like, he loves being with all the guys in Super M. And, like, that he got to, like, interact with them in a way that, like, he never thought he would be able to. And, like, he got to, like, vibe with, like, Jongin again. And he hasn't seen them since, like, they did their Pretty Boy collab. And so it's, like, how I personally see it is, like, if the person you bias or stan or alt or whatever is, like, stoked and vibing and, like, living a good life and, like, not doing anything problematic and they're just, like, happy, why should, like, shouldn't you be happy for them? Instead of, like, wishing this thing that they love, or, like, in Taman's case, he's like, I love doing it. Like, when the rest of Shiny was gone, it was gave me something to do. Like, why would you want to take that away? If mm -hmm. that makes any sense. 
Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like Super M isn't going to disband because if that's the case, they would have just made it a temporary group, but they yeah. didn't. So, you know, people are just going to have to suck it up. But it's not even a bad thing. Like, I don't understand why people are very angry about it, but. Um... Exactly. And, like, people, like, especially, like, the EXO stands and the NCT stands, like, Shea Walls have calmed down when it comes to it. And, like, Weishini, I try to ignore them because they tend to be very toxic if they're solo Weishini. Um, but, like, after Super M, like, it's opened a lot of people's eyes to the respective groups that these members came from. Like, there were so many people after Don't Call Me Drop that they were like, yo, I only heard of Tame via Super M, like, I'm typically an Exol or I'm typically, like, an end citizen, so I decided, like, I heard that he had new music coming out with his group, so I decided to check out Shiny, I fucking love them, they're great, and, like, brought in a new generation of fans. And so, since Exo hasn't had to come back in God knows how long, like, actually, I do know it's been too long, but they haven't really seen that what Supreme can do positively for EXO, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah. And another thing was, like, like, yeah, I really like how, like, they all, like, came together and started getting really, really close. Especially for, like, Taemin, because, like, Taemin was, Taemin isn't going to enlist for another, for a while. And he enlisted me. Huh? He's leaving July. in May, he said. I thought oh, it was July. July. I thought it was May. My was timeline, July. literally, my timeline this morning was talking about how he's leaving next year. Anyways, um, but in July, okay, but well, later this then, year, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But back then, it was like he's not enlisting for a while, and so he had really nothing to do because everybody else was enlisting or enlisted. So, like, I like that it gave him something to do, you know? Because, like, that's super lonely, and they only get so many breaks, like, if you're in the military, not if you're not out. But, yeah. It gave him something to do, and I really like that. I also like, um, it gave us a lot of interactions that we probably wouldn't have seen before. Exactly. um, Like, even, like, when they were uh, smaller... Like, we didn't get much from, like, NCT and EXO. Yeah. And, like, now we get Taeyong and Baekhyun. And they're, like, best friends. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's so, like, I would have never guessed that would happen. And even if it wasn't, like, due to Super M, like, if they were close outside of their groups and just based on being on the same company, like, we would have never known. We would have never seen that, you know? It's yeah. like, um... Like, uh, uh, like if a different company had multiple groups like interacting, we wouldn't even know. Like, YG, we w- I don't think anybody knows or would ever know if a member of Blackpink was friends with a member of Icon or friends with a member of Treasure. Yeah, or like just a casual, really close relationship or like a close mentor relationship. Like, we would not know. Yeah, at all. Exactly, because it would like first off, it would throw fans into a goddamn frenzy. Even like like you said, like if you were a company stand, it would be so much better to see if the groups that you stand interacted. And Super M yeah. gave us a little bit of that. You know, it's not all groups interacting all the time, but like 
we get that. We get the the SM concerts in like Osaka and you know yeah. Chile. Like we got those. Like they're giving us a lot of like interactive content between their company, which we don't really get from other companies. Definitely not YG. Oh, if God, it's no. from JYP, it's a JYP concert or like very like scarce V lives that have like yeah members of different groups. But like SM's like everyone from every group is going to interact at one point. Exactly. Like they, if anything, they promote it more than other groups or other companies do. Yeah. Like not even that, like even through social media, like I remember a while ago, Johnny posted on his story, some food and then he tagged Irene and he was like, thanks. And I was like, see, this is not something we would have ever known. Like we would not have known. Irene was super close to like NCT. Like, we don't really get that, especially since Irene hates men. Like, you know, it's yeah. just a known well, thing. Irene hates yeah, men. Yeah, and Johnny's, like, the lesbian exception, and it's okay. And honestly, Johnny has Irene seal approval, and that's how you know he's safe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like Super M for that reason. I feel like it was a, um, a really cool collaboration, you know? Yeah, and, like, that's the thing. Even if I didn't, like, there's some songs on Super 1, like, the full album that I don't vibe with, like, if I had to pick between the full album and the mini, I would go the mini every day. Me too. But, like, the fact that, like, they're all stoked, they get to hang out with each other, like I said, like, publicly, t- like, as far as fans know, like, Taemin and Jongin haven't been able to, like, hang out publicly and promote together since Pretty Boy. And they've always been, like, yo, we're hella tight. And, like, when Super M first was announced and they were promoting it, they were like, yeah, like, I've hella missed this dude. Like, I haven't seen him forever. And so it's like, the fact that they can actually like have these friendships and celebrate them without having to like sneak around in like fear of like getting shit on by one fandom or the other, it's like it's hella refreshing for me. Like just let them be like dudes in their twenties and just vibe together. Yeah, I think that's also something that was really nice. They get a casual friendship that they can just share with people instead of having to hide that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like I don't think it would be as bad because they're just boy groups. They could have, people would just speculate a collaboration instead of like yeah. a friendship. But there's still always a form of negative connotations. And obviously, they're still going to be considering people on Super M to this band. But yeah. um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I still can't believe that you said that because they were all your biases that, that that's why how you felt about it. Because I genuinely wasn't yeah. expecting that. But even still then i still want to get hear someone's opinions on if they Honestly. Like, if they were excited for super m or not i don't personally see it as a bad thing but i mean everyone has their opinions so i'll find out eventually something yeah gonna and like and i'm gonna find definitely out let me know yeah because yeah, like i definitely want to know like if someone dislikes them like what's their reason and if it's like in my eyes like quote-unquote valid yeah I was, yeah because some people who I've seen on Twitter, they'll be like, oh, I don't like them because I don't like XO. Or I don't like them because, like, N Citizens piss me off. Or, like, something like that. And I'm like, okay, this... Why don't you like Super M, though? Not, like, why don't you like NCT fans? Or why aren't you, like, vibing with XO's bops? Why don't you but, like but yeah, the group. Super M? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely different group. So... The next question is, did you watch Shiny's Beyond Live? 
Um, no, I wanted to so bad, but SM Heike pissed me off when that came around because first, like, I had to work, or I didn't know my work schedule yet, but I had a feeling I would have to work during it. And since there's, like, no VOD, and it was, like, t- it was $10 more expensive than Minsulks and $35 more expensive than the OG ones, and the fact that, like, the replay, quote-unquote, was only at a set time, which I probably would have to work, it just didn't make sense for me to and. I wanted to so badly, but I just logically couldn't like spend close to $60 on something that I probably wouldn't be able to see. Wait, there's no VOD for Shiny? Nope, no VOD. They said VOD will, quote, be open to a purchase at a later date. So I gotta make another purchase. Yep. No, they're lying. Deadass, 100%. No, you gotta be kidding me. I did not read the fine print. I said I need to watch <laughs> I said I need to watch Shiny and I just bought it. Oh yep. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause like all the Shea walls on my timeline and then um some K Shea walls that I found. Like or that I saw were like livid. Wow, they chose the right group for that, cause yeah, I was not. I did not read. I read the fine print on the other ones. I did not read the fine print for Shiny. I did not do it. Nope. Yeah. So they only have the one replay date that they'll like re-air it, and that's it. Somebody better be screen recording with some 4K audio, like. Mm-hmm. Um, for legal purposes, that was a joke. Um, for legal purposes, SM can kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I'm about to start crying, y'all, because I really <laughs> put it on rewatching that one day. <laughs> so... I think I just ruined your day. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Um, oh, dang. Okay, um, let me go ahead and go to the next question. What was the... I'm sorry. I zoned out. What is it like being a shower in 2021? Honestly, it's a lot easier than it was the last couple years. But it still sucks a lot. Because... With Shiny in particularly, like, they are one of the few groups, like, as a Black stand, I can say, like, that I've seen will, like, one, they have not fucked up. Or if they have, they instantly apologized and fixed it. And didn't make the same mistake again. Other groups I stand, like NCT, could never relate. But there's just something that I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the fact that, like, fans have gotten crueler or they see Shiny as a threat or what, but whenever Shaywalls get pissed at a fandom for, like, pulling something slick, Jonghyun gets brought up in the most negative way. And other fandoms will use that as an attack method and use it to, like, purposely trigger Shaywalls to, like, drag them, like... They like some of the things they say about him or use him is just disgusting. And every time, like, 
like or even like non-shaywalls will use him as tragedy porn like just to get their couple of retweets or like baby walls will be like oh i just started standing too bad i wasn't here before john hyun miss him though like just for those couple of likes just for that clout just for those retweets and then when like the older shay walls even ones older than me are like i i'm in a weird gray i consider myself in a weird gray area since i became a shay wall literally two weeks to the day before it happened like the ones who've been there like been with him since day one or like day three or however long like are like dude that's not okay they get told they're too sensitive and while in 2021 that they're like the other four are back from military like we get the comebacks we get to see the interactions like and people have sort of like calmed down use trying to use john Hyun as like an insult or a drag or as like an attack point so it's easier than it was in like 2018 19 20 but it's still it's still so so shitty like honestly it's out of the fandoms i'm in it's closer to my favorites but it's still definitely not perfect and i don't think it will ever be perfect um what i will say though i completely understand you because he's been brought up too many times very recently like just in this year alone that led to like a negative energy between shallows and k-pop stands and other people Mm -hmm. and honestly I do not care. I do not know. That says wrong. I do not care if it's anybody else. But if you're talking about him, it got to be positive. I don't care if you don't like him. Yeah. I don't care if if uh, you don't like Shiny. I don't care whatever your reason is. But the moment you talk about him in a negative light, negative light, I'm going to return it to you. Mm-hmm. And, like, there is no reason, there is no reason that we should be talking about him in a negative way when he has done nothing negative. He has not done anything to hurt us. He's always been positive, ray of light, bringing positive energy everywhere. So when you think you can speak on him on any other sort of way, it's going to be returned to you. Exactly. And then, like, especially, I remember this so specifically, it was 2019 um golden disc awards it was technically the 2018 year but it was like very early january yeah and every it was right after poet was it 20 yeah it was poet artist was eligible and everyone was like dude like let's get him this win this is literally the last possible win and everyone was working together and then certain fandoms whose names i will not say because i don't want to drag in other fans saw this got threatened by it and mass voted against him and then tried to accuse Shay Walls as using him as a guilt tripping method. Even though like, while yes, I can see it can be seen as guilt tripping, but it was one, still very fresh and two, Shay Walls are allowed that. Like it wasn't like the type of guilt tripping where it's like, oh, you're not a real fan if you don't vote. It was more of the, this is the last chance we'll ever have. So in my eyes, it's a valid quote unquote guilt trip. Right, but I like they did everything in their power to vote against him, make him lose, and then when Shea Walls were upset, they were mocking, and they were like, "Oh, get over it! It's just an award. Like it's not that deep. Uh, Thought K-pop wasn't that deep." And we're like, "You don't understand because this is something you will never understand." 
fake situations I'd, like that, you will literally see there someone's true colors. Exactly. And like even not even then, like then too, but especially now, like you can truly tell like someone's um you can truly tell a lot about someone based on what they say. No, even that's a general rule, 24-7 for anything, like, when you're going to bring up Jonghyun and you say nothing positive, that tells, that's very telling. No matter what, that's very telling. Exactly. Because what is, what is your reasoning? What in your, what in your eyes gives you, like, the right to do that and just think that no one's going to think differently of you? Yeah, and it's like I don't understand like in general if you don't like an artist why are they always in your mouth exactly like there are artists I don't like like I don't vibe with their music I don't like some of the things they've done and so I just ignore them like I don't I don't understand what's so hard for people to understand like to get with that concept and like if an artist does something like extremely screwed up like with um with was it I forget who it was, but the one girl who was like posing with the Nazi statue and then joking it up. The one, like, yes, I forget what group she is. G friend. It is G. Okay, I can remember if it was G friend or G idol, and I didn't want to like say the wrong one. <laughs> um, but like that is something huge. So I will speak on that. But if it's like, oh, like say, like Treasure beat out a group I like for an award, like it's not that deep. I don't care i'm not gonna waste the energy like talking on them because it doesn't affect me it's k-pop it's not that deep and some people like make it that deep if that makes sense yeah is i don't understand why um people just think it's okay to act the way they do online yeah just because it's twitter just because it's stan twitter like there are actual human emotions that play a part in this. And some people don't, uh, some people, uh, you know, will not say anything, you know, keep it peaceful, like, just be cordial. Sometimes I'm not one of those people. So if you're flat out rude, just don't be surprised. Like, people will be so surprised when they do something and then question, why am I getting ratioed? You're an adult. Literally. Do the math. Literally. But I do agree that 2021 has been uh, an, an okay year for being a shower. Like, uh, the my main highlights was all the content we've been getting. Yes. Like, Atlantis just came out. We had Don't, Don't Call Me. So much content. That That really brings it back up. Considering that is what we're here for. We're here exactly. for the content and we're here for them. The people, other people might dim it down a little bit, but like, I'm oh, shiny, so I'm not going to let them bother it. Like, yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to be living a good old time. Exactly. And like the way that people lose their morals over K-pop is something that I will never understand. Like, especially when December 1st happened, 
like there are certain groups that I will never be able to fuck with just because of how the fans acted when descent when everything with Jonghyun happened. And it's like I don't want to say it's like traumatizing in a way, but it is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, the way people act is just it could definitely affect you, which I don't think people understand. And they'll never really understand unless it happens to them. But like, how far are you willing to go? Are you going to stoop to their level to make them feel the same thing that you have felt? Or are you just going to be the bigger person? It's a lot to have to deal with. And like, obviously, like some groups don't have those situations like Shiny obviously has, you know? Like it's a very small amount of groups that people will still feel that pain for and that trauma. And I will say trauma because a lot of people will get attached to groups, you know, like they help them cope, you know, they're um, they're focused on them. They really love them. They'd help them in certain ways. And like when something major like that happens, it can cause trauma, which is why people are very rightfully so trying to prevent this from happening again from other people but obviously people don't have that same sense of um respect for things of that nature so it's something that i don't want to say you have to deal with but it it is something that comes with being in a group that has those circumstances or not even just those specific circumstances but say something happened to an idol and it affected them like people are gonna find that out and some people are gonna find that out and their first instinct is gonna be oh i hope they're okay oh i hope they feel better but their first instinct will be like aha let me go make this into a meme aha ha exactly for 12 hours aha ha ha i'm gonna bring them up whenever such and such happens like exactly and i remember Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, because I was going to say, it's like, when people, like, there are a lot of things that people will not understand until it happens. And what happened with Jonghyun is, like, one of those things, like, I don't care how much I hate a person or what shit they pull, I would never wish that feeling on them. Because it is one of the worst things in the world. A feeling of grief? Yeah, definitely. And, like, especially that, like, with someone you have like that like quick connection to like how I did with him and then add in like the time zones add in all of the mistranslations add in like everything on top of it plus the grief as well it's and then everyone clowning it or like this was when the whole like Stan Luna joke was like hella popular so they're like oh well maybe if he stand Luna or like all of that just all at once it's just it's hell it's literal just hell yeah i hope that it gets better because people aren't really going to um but people are people will be very quick to become hypocrites and that sort of thing because if it happened to them they will obviously not want the same uh respect or i mean the same reciprocated and it's just going to be a little cycle unless um like I want to say that uh, it's just different parts of people's lives that will never truly get to 
form, I mean, to just like erase from happening. Yeah. Um, but the best we could do is hope. Yeah. Very best we can do is hope. Exactly. This is uh, something I, oh, the question I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. So, do you play Superstar SM? <laughs> I've spent too much money on that game. <laughs> I um, I was asking because you said you were an SM stan, and yes, yeah, that's that popped into my mind, especially with Super M being like that thing, and then like you know, I I, I want to say that I am also an SM stan, but just I don't stand every single group or just the majority yeah. of them yeah. and that i casually listen to music from the others you know um it, that's how i am like most of my old like out of all of their groups like i definitely say i stand shiny nct exo super m red velvet i'm not a huge girl group person but there's like those songs that i like fuck with really hard yeah suju i'm the same way tvxq i'm like I don't stand them, but they have more songs I mess with yeah. than like Suju Red Velvet. Yeah. Um, that's basically how I am. I am a girl group person, but you know, like it just depends on like the mood and the mood definitely sat with SM. <laughs> um, so you said you play Superstar SM. Yes. We, me and Tara do too. Nice, <laughs> nice. And I want to know, like, this has nothing to do with, like, the rest of the interview, but it does at the same time. Mm-hmm. What is your highest card stack? Like, your vi- most valuable card stack or your most <laughs> valuable set? Is it shiny? It is, yes. <laughs> Great. Um, so I go through these spells. I haven't actually logged in in about, like, a month and a half. Uh, yeah, it I definitely just... comes and goes. It definitely comes and goes. And right now, instead of playing Superstar, I've been playing Genshin a lot. Ah, yeah. Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> um, it's also more instant gratification than Superstar is. But, oh, wait, I'm logging in right now and they updated. Huh. Wild. Okay, how but, long have you been playing Super SM? Um, I've been playing for a hot minute on and off. I think I made my account. I've been playing since the app was like purple, like that. Purple yeah, no, thing. I've been, I've been playing since like 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018, definitely. Yeah, I saw it like I think a little bit before, and I didn't really interested me. And then all these other companies are coming out with it, and I was like, let me go ahead and download. I think mine was orange. I think yeah, it was like an orangey pink, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, because then it went to like purple, and then it went to like whatever it is now. It's purple. Yeah purple okay yeah i did not look at it when i clicked it open <laughs> yeah right now it's like that pink purple um i want to say my highest card stack is an nct card stack i think it's limitless really and yes actually i do think it's limitless um limitless or limitless or boa i know my top five are shiny Taman. Boa, M, and Jonghyun, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that feels right. <laughs> oh, wh- one of my top ones is definitely key. Nice. Definitely. I think it's, I think in the order would be like Limitless, Boa, Key, Shiny, 
and then I want to say EXO. Okay. Actually, no. Red Velvet's definitely up there, but I just can't. I, I really have to go look at these. But it's been a minute. I know. So. I, have to, I have to, like, open mine. Because it's it's been, like, a minute. Um, Mine is, like, mine is Shiny. Shiny's the first one, for sure. It's the only, it's the, I have only one card that's, like, 99, and it's Minho's. And then everything else, I'm trying to, every, everyone else's card, I'm gradually trying to get up there. I think there are, like, 50 right now, the rest of them. And okay. Then it's, then it's Taeyeon, and then it's whoever else. Like, it's literally, I got all, most of the group's art cards, like, rest of the artist's art cards. I only have, like, a few ones. It's, like, Amber and FX. That's not all art cards, because I don't really care. Um, But, like, yeah. they're all kind of, like, like that. So, like, they're kind of even, I guess. Okay. Okay, late 2018 was when I first started playing seriously. Late 2018, okay. And I only know that because I remember what event it was, and I just found when that event started. Oh, okay. I honestly think I play the most during events, so I can get a bunch of, like, headphones and diamonds, things like yeah. that. And then at once, then I, like, spend it all and then do it again. Yeah. <clears throat> I need to, like, log back in because it logged me out. It's been so long. Yeah, I just connected it to a Google account. Easy tap, no passwords needed. But honestly, oh, another question I wanted to ask. Um, mm -hmm. So you said you've been in shower for about three years now, or yes. close to, or okay. Yeah, um, 2018. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so from everything that you've seen, what do you think was the most either embarrassing or cringy moment being a shower it, it doesn't have to be something Chinese done or just something that you've seen or like cringy tweets like what is just something that you just like oh my god I can't believe I just saw that like I like what is that moment if you can think of one? Oh my god um like that like secondhand embarrassment cringy or like from the fans yeah. perspective yeah secondhand embarrassment Okay, so every few months, those threads of just, like, dumb shit Shiny has done, like, videos comes up <laughs> on my timeline. And it's usually about 90% of those. But specifically the one video where it's, it's when they have, like, that chip crumping ad that they all oh my God. <laughs> way too much. And... They're, like, doing it in the dressing room, and then John Hyun, like, starts doing it way too goddamn hard and falls on his ass, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I know. These exactly are who I chose. About. Like, you know the exact video. And I'm like, yes, this is who I decided to ult. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Like, I, it's funny that you mentioned the chip video because it was literally on my timeline maybe a week and a half ago. I actually sat and I watched the entire thing. I was like, this is too funny. Like, they are hilarious, but also they're very embarrassing. Yes. Like, Shiny are definitely like those older cousins or your super young uncles who do the head ass shit that's so funny, but you also don't want to admit you're related to them. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I just want to, like, there are obviously other funny moments that I could think of, but I don't want to reach, like, like, it's a funny moment, but I don't want to, like, 
enter that like cringy inside joke fan stuff, you know, where they'd be like, yeah. Oh, ha 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 ha. And they, you don't mention some cool joke that's brought up by like YouTube army. I mean, not well, YouTube. Yeah. Yowls. Yeah. The, like the no jams. Like the, like, yes. The, I know yes. no jams is like an army term, but I just use it for every fandom. Yeah, basically. But those, yeah. Like the things that they like, they're funny in the moment and then they make them like a little like racist or a little xenophobic and then beat them to death. Yeah, I, it's like that, um, it's like a tweet that I saw and it was like, white people will find one thing funny and then make it their entire life for the next six months. It's like that. Like, something exactly, and you can bring it up, but like, they'll drag it on to the point where it's not funny. Or not, it'll always be funny, but like, it becomes one of those cringy things that people think that's like some kind of inside joke between others, you know? Like, get other personality traits, please. Yes, exactly. But yeah, (laughs) the chip video is definitely one of those. Definitely one of those. Like, honestly, there's just, like, so many things that Shiny does. Like, the Jonghyun falling asleep just in random places and then all the weird pictures they took with him. Oh my gosh. Um, This isn't, like, um, something cringy, but jump something genuinely funny and will always be funny. It's been circulating. Not so much now, but like earlier in the, um, like March, the mm-hmm. the the teaser clip of Jonghyun singing Sherlock. Like, oh my like, god! It's so funny because his little pose before he sings it, and he just yells it out because he's naturally that loud. And then he's just he's just so loud. Chill. Exactly. And honestly, like people think that when I say that Shiny is like the most effortlessly funny idol group that it's me like hyping up my face which like yeah it is but like when you look at a lot of idol groups like some of their like comedic moments come off as forced or like super scripted but then it's like Shiny just do some bullshit and they're just like hilarious yeah I truly truly am I, there is no way that I just can't find them funny. They're genuinely funny. They're just genuinely, and like, they're funny. And like, even Shea Walls' humor, it's like, not at the expense of other members or things like that. Or like, if it is, it's like nothing that can be like construed or taken out of context. Yep. Like, one of the funniest running jokes within the group and the fandoms is like, the Ace Face Face voice plagiarism chain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like just that entire clip of like Taemin being hella pissed and Jonghyun just being like yeah what about it the fuck are you gonna do <laughs> man they are a they're just an all around group an all around group they've, they've got the comedy they've got the talent I can't be upset it's shiny it's so easy to love shiny it, it really truly, is. Like, it's really genuinely easy to love Shiny. Like, they have that, like, like, I don't even know, like, how we got a group like Shiny, you know? Like, there's never any scandals within themselves. They've always been, like, a really just true group. Yeah. It's like, they're just, they're different, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, there's those groups where it's like I like I may not like a group because I just don't like their music or I just don't vibe with their personalities. But like 
people who don't like shiny like have genuinely can't not tried to like shiny. Don't like shiny can't trust nobody but it's like their discography is genuinely one of the most diverse in k-pop yeah. if not the most diverse like they've touched on retro they've touched on like hip-hop they've touched on literally everything and if like there's songs that even my mom who like doesn't like k-pop likes it. like she's heard me playing and she's like hey that kind of bops like mm-hmm. if you like there is genuinely something for everyone when it comes to shiny. for everybody yep and exactly. if you haven't found that song you haven't really tried yeah i totally get you yeah i just i love shiny and honestly like i i actually back in the day when i was hella emo thought i was like too good for everyone like couldn't listen to anything pop at all like one of my old twitter mutuals on like my one of my old accounts tried to get me into shiny and i was like "Mm, i'm too good for that shit and (laughs) i genuinely wonder where i would be in my life if i got into shiny at that point in time but at the same time like how i believe like you don't pick your bias your bias picks you like you get into the music like that you find when you need it most yep and so i don't think i would have appreciated them or like had like the same connection with them i do now if i got into them at that point yeah there's a time for everything but there's all time uh honestly just you could always have shiny <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> always but do you have any other questions tara i do not this is a really good uh interview i enjoyed listening y'all are hella sweet a lot and i just want to thank you for um allowing us to do an interview with you and speaking it was very nice talking to you i don't have a lot of stuff so talking to a fellow shell is very nice oh yeah drop your ad i'll hit you with a follow right now awesome (laughs) what she said awesome (laughs) Oh, I thought you said, oh, no. And I was like, okay. (laughs) No. I'm going to drop mine as well. But. Do it. um, I'm really active because I'm busy. But. Not you're good. um, I'm not responsible for anything you see. Even though it's my account. Uh, (laughs) But. Honestly. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Honestly. Yeah, I really like this interview, especially because I don't have any shell mutuals either, but I always find a, I there's not a day where I don't think about Shiny or just want to talk about them, but just never have the time or never get to tweet out my how I feel, but they're in my mind. Honestly. And see, that's how I am. It's like, I'm very, like, if you go through my account, I just followed you both, by the way. Like, I'm mostly, like, NCT. Like, yeah. minus my, like, Junhui layout right now. Like, very little of, and, like, my card at. Like, very little will, like, show that I'm a Shaywall. But it's, like, my timeline's, like, not shiny enough. Yeah. I agree. I, I have a hard time. On oh, the Junghug's account follows you, too. Yay! I know, I cried. I genuinely, like, I was like, thank you. Me too. I was like, I feel special. I love it. And it was like, it's just very, like, I want to say, like, because, um, 
I don't want to say Chinese old, even though I call them old as shit all the time. Like, only Shea Walls are allowed to say that about them. Like, a lot of, like, Shea Walls have better things to do than be on Twitter. Ah, that is true. (laughs) And it's like, I definitely do. I have work. I have school when, like, my semester was in session. Like, I had better things to do. But it's like, I I still would like more shiny on my timeline, please. Yeah, I totally get you. Trust me. You gonna see men hold your timeline. Good. You will. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) It's a deserve. You will see just a lot of bullshit online. (laughs) Oh, you'll see that too. You'll see that too. Good. You'll see a lot of Taeyeon. If you don't stand Girls' Generation, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am an SM stan. Just because I'm not a girl group person does not mean I don't have the utmost respect for SNSD as it should be. Ah, you know? Yes! Also, yeah, uh, thanks for doing this. uh, Yeah, definitely. This was honestly pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you want to snag me for, like, any others, let me know. Oh, awesome. Hopefully our schedules will align again. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm out of school. I'm out of school next week, and I quit my job, so. Yeah, I I feel like that we're definitely going to continue doing these, and hopefully we'll get more showers. Honestly, please do. Like, bring me in. And, like, I know I put on a form, like, I'm an end citizen. I'm a carrot, which I always forget about. I'm a shawl. I'm an exel. I, like, I'm a super and whatever. I'm, like, a wood stand. Like, my list is long. So, odds are I can probably help y'all out. Yes. Yes. We had this more of, like, a one-on-one-on-one discussion. But we're going to... We're going to heat it up next time. Gotcha. I'll be there if I'm off. If you want me, of course. Of course. Of course. But okay. It's pretty late. Well, for me at least. Me too. Yeah, it's very late for (laughs) y'all. So I'm going to hop off. But this was fun. Okay. Yeah, it was. Have a good night. Okay, have a good night, you guys. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. 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 아, 바로 들려드릴 부분은 어, 후렴! 후렴 부분을 들려드리도록 하겠습니다. 부끄럽네요. 이렇게 MR자이너로 Oh! I'm curious! Yeah! 사진 속 네가! 여기까지 들려드리도록 하겠습니다. 라이브예요. 믿으세요. CD가 아닙니다. 라이브예요. 아, 내가 생각해도 노래를 잘한다. 그치, 태민아? 딴딴딴딴! 오늘도 종현이는 노래 연습을 한다. 한다. <웃음>